Hello and welcome to Somos Padres, a podcast dedicated to the constant development of our parenting and ourselves. We are your hosts, Paulo and Yesenia. Thanks for joining us as we share our parenting experiences rooted within the context of our own life journey. In that spirit, we will also be sharing parenting information and the stories of mothers and padres out there who have embraced their own personal evolution as the greatest gift of parenthood. Here we go. Welcome, everyone. Hi, welcome to episode 35. 35 episodes. Wow. I know, I know. And we are slated to get to the second half of our interview with Mimi and Junior Magana. But first, we wanted to check in. Yes, I think like uh, our compadres are amazing. They are, they are. But last week we had this, we went on a hike and we were like, we totally have to talk about this hike. Yes, the hike with our children. Yes. So we're just going to jump in and talk about this hike. We had not been hiking in like months, at least six months that we hadn't been hiking. Because in the past, we had a tendency to go hiking like almost every weekend. Yeah. To Griffith Park. To Griffith Park. It was our go-to. And I don't know. We just stopped going. We became homebodies. Yes. Just at home all day long. (laughs) And we were like, man, we really have to get back out there. And uh, and we tried to do that last weekend. Yes. And, uh, and actually, we, we tried to plan it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not that much because we said, you know what? Let's go have... We're going to go have bre- breakfast. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then after breakfast, we can go and do the hike. Yes. That yes. way, nobody's hungry. Yeah. And then we were trying out a new spot. We usually go to Griffith Park. But we had heard that Eaton Canyon has this beautiful waterfall, and you guys should go check it out. I've had a couple different people tell me about it. And so I showed it to you guys, and everybody was like, okay, yeah, let's, yeah. let's try Come this on, out. like a, a trail to a waterfall? Who's yeah. going to say no? Right, right. So we tried out this new location. Now, just a little backstory. Paulito has been having stomach issues all week leading up to this walk. He's been saying like, "Oh, my tummy hurts. I'm maybe have heartburn." Like, yeah, he's saying that he has heartburn. But to tell you the truth, I completely have forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't. I I don't remember that I was thinking that Palito was having stomach issues. Yeah, 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 all week. And then he was like, "I'm gonna stop eating eggs because I think eggs are giving me heartburn." And I yeah. was like, "Okay, don't." And I don't think eggs. I don't think he knows what is heartburn. I know, but he was like, I th- you know, he's like, my chest hurts, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe that's heartburn. So, anyways, um, even before... So, when we went to have breakfast, he had hot chocolate, um, and he had some of his pancakes mm-hmm. that uh, he ordered at the restaurant, and then we were off. He tried... I think maybe he had a little bit of egg, but... And bacon. And bacon, but... Um, but anyways, we went on this hike. We stopped and got waters, because... We're so out of the loop. We had forgotten about waters. I forgot my backpack. Yep. You had no backpack. So that we, we had to actually carry the waters. Which is a, <laughs> not a big thing. But yeah. yeah but you're going to be with your hands. Yeah. Tied up. So anyways, we start on this walk. And almost immediately, Paulito starts complaining 
about the walking. And then there was sun. It was pretty sunny still. We started like around nine. Yeah, it but was it, kind of a late start. It was clear skies, it was very hot. sunny. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the sun, it was hot. So yeah, pretty much from the beginning, he starts like, oh my God, how long is this? I'm already tired. I need breaks. And it, it just kept going the whole time. So, yeah, he was complaining at the beginning, and I remember, like, we walked for a little bit, and we then we needed to cross the creek, mm-hmm. and the water was just amazing, so we stopped there for a while. That was a nice, that was a nice part of our Yeah, hike so we went throwing rocks on the creek with the water, playing with mm-hmm. the water, putting leaves on the water. Watching them go down the stream. Yeah, trying to block the water with other rocks, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a really good stop. Yeah, that was really great. Yeah, and... Uh, at the beginning, they were complaining, but they're eventually like like kids. You, they start playing with the water, mm-hmm. and they then they, they start like being kids. Yeah, yeah, that was really really nice. And then we stayed there for a good amount of time because oh, yeah. they were having such a good time. Yep. I mean, we probably were there like ten. I don't know, maybe longer. Yeah, like, at least, a, like a, ten a, minutes. No, at least I, I would say like fifteen minutes. Yeah, and then we were like, okay, well, let's keep going. Let's keep going because we need to get to that waterfall, and it's the first time, so mm-hmm. we don't know how, like how far is the waterfall. Yeah, we, we have didn't no even, idea. We, yeah, we didn't even check. You said like the trail to the waterfall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just kept going. Mm-hmm. But after that, after the creek and all the fun that we had, I feel like he started to complain a whole lot more oh yeah about this and here's the thing like it starts accumulating on you like and i feel like i always end up being the one that's in the back with palito and you just you take off which has got to be one of the most annoying things about you is that you literally because always take I, off and i i feel forward. i need to keep walking so that you guys like catch up no, but this is even in real life. How many times have we been together and I'm like, why do you always have to walk ahead? I don't even know. Even when it's just you and me. I don't do it on purpose. <laughs> You're always like, you take off. And I'm like, uh, hey, I'm over here. You always just take off ahead. I even don't if know. it's just you and me. So anyways... I'm already like annoyed because you're well, walking may- ahead. You know what? Not, not that they mention it, maybe because when I was a kid, I was always the one at the end. Maybe that's why they call you Chiva. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I was the one at the end trying to catch up to my friends all the time. Mm-hmm. Hey, wait for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so probably now that's why I walk ahead. But I don't, I don't know. No, I don't do it consciously. It's just like yeah. I mm-hmm. just try to. Keep going. So, and Vicky usually is with me. Yeah, because I was like, hey, come and get your daughter at least. Yeah, but this me is... Me dejas the, atrás con los dos. Yeah, but this is the frustrating part. It's just like, <laughs> you feel like, uh, you feel desperate. You felt desperate. I felt desperate because there's other kids. There's a whole bunch of people You're comparing. hiking. Mm-hmm. See, this is where the mind goes. Mm-hmm. And there's children even younger. And that they just like moving and, and walking and not complaining mm-hmm. with the little backpacks and yeah and uh and nobody's complaining. We mm-hmm. I didn't see no kids complaining. Just ours. Just our kids. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. We have to go back like we haven't been hiking for months. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, we keep going and the the frustration just keeps accumulating because every like couple of steps, whenever there's shade, Palito, uh, Palito goes like, I no, I need to, I need I to need rest, break. I need a break, I need yeah, a break, I need a break, and and so we're like, oh forever. my god, we're not, we, it's gonna take a, it's gonna take hours. Yes, 
it's like taking forever. And I mean, for me personally, I felt like I was trying to keep Paulito moving. And at the same time, I'm trying to calm you down because you're so frustrated. And when you get frustrated, it becomes like, and when we get home, you're not playing PlayStation and you just, you know, you know, what do you call that? You start with your punishments, your threats. Exactly. And it's just like, (laughs) oh, my God, like, can you, you know, find some empathy somewhere there? It's it's really hard for me. It's really, really hard. So I'm balancing, you know, the hurt that Palito could possibly be experiencing from you. But you know what? I, I was getting so frustrated. Because I was thinking that pa- pa- uh, Paulito was just playing us. Mm-hmm. He was like, this kid just doesn't... That's the story that you told yourself? Yeah. This kid is just playing Yeah, me. he's playing us. And Vicky goes, I think Paulito is just playing us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, because come on, like Paulito hasn't complained about his stomach. Never. He'd been complaining all week. Well, yeah, but, but in the past, he has never had like stomach issues. Yeah. And I'm like, I think this kid just wants to get home and continue to watch his TV. Mm-hmm. And and it's just a stop after stop after stop, and I'm uh, yeah. At one point, he just like he goes like, no, no, I cannot do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Well, then we asked a girl who was on. Her, uh, I guess she had done that walk a lot. Oh, and we're like, yeah. hey, how much longer till we get there? She's like, oh, it's like two miles in. We're not even close. I was like, yeah, we're oh not even close. my god, we'd had already been walking for like forty five minutes. With all the stops? Yes, with all the stops. And so we were like, oh, my God, I think this is it. Hasta aquí llegamos. Yeah. We're going to have to turn this around. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm like that. Yeah. We had to we had to go back. Yeah. And then so we start walking back. <clears throat> and I clearly remember you going like, this was a total failure. Yeah. I said, this, kids, this is a total failure. Yes. We fell. We didn't accomplish the, the objective. Yes. And I was just like, oh, my God. I was like how do I balance this, right? And I was just like, well, some people don't believe that anything is a, ever a failure. Nothing is a failure, you know? It was just kind of like, what can I say to but, wake this guy up? Yeah, but, but I said it because as soon as we started, like, coming back, Paulito was like nothing. No, I wouldn't say he was like nothing, but he was definitely not stopping as much. No. And then at one point, he was walking ahead of us. Ahead of us, like, completely nonstop. Yes. And that, and Vicky was like, I think Papi, I, I think Palito was playing us. Yeah. And I'm like, it can be. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I f- did have those thoughts, but at the same time, I was I knew that he had, had some stomach issues and he was asking me like, I want to go to the restroom. So I was just like, yeah, this kid has got something going on because mm-hmm. he's still saying like, I need to use the restroom when like, where's the restroom? I was like, yeah, he's got stomach things going on. Um, but still, either way, I felt like we walked a lot. I, I was trying to think of, you know, glass half full. Like, de todos modos, you know, it just is a reminder. If you want your kids to be hikers, you got to be out there hiking. Mm-hmm. We hadn't been hiking in such a long time. The fact that we went as far as we did and we had as much fun as we did. It was an accomplishment. You know, yet. it was an accomplishment. We got them out. And I just tried to think of that. But it it was, I feel like. For me, at least, I get stuck in this position of, you know, the kids and then you. So it's not, it's like I'm trying not to say shit that is going to 
um, make you look bad in front of the kids. And at the same time, it's like I'm trying to wake you up. And it's like, what is it going to take to snap you out, you know, so that you're not so negative and saying things that, you know, is going to crush your relationship with Paulito? Yeah, but for me, you don't have to say anything. For me, it's just like I come back to myself. All I need to do, I feel is like we're in flow. Mm-hmm. And that's why when we were coming uh, back down, and uh, again, we stopped a little bit at the water to play with the water for a little bit. But then Palito uh, was like, no, my stomach hurts. And eventually, once we were uh, arriving almost at the parking lot, I, I told the kids, you know what, kids? Nothing is a failure. Because what you said uh, 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 over there before we were turning back, I'm like, nothing, and uh, this is not a failure. This was a learning experience. Mm-hmm. And we need to take something out of this experience. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I said that it was a failure. But no, it's not a failure. Yeah, we accomplished something. And yeah, and obviously I got desperate and I apologized for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids were paying attention. I don't know if what I said had an impact uh, in, in their persona, but I came back to my senses. What do you think it was that got you to, or what, what was it that you were thinking when you said this was a failure? What was that really about? I don't know. To tell the truth, uh, because for me, every time, for me, when I said like a, in my mind, when I said like an objective, I tried to use a s- strife to meet it. Mm-hmm. But I was so focused on myself. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't focused in the family. Well, I think you kind of were touching on it when you said that you were comparing you know, our family to everybody else. Yeah, I mean, you get that element. You you forget. You forget that it's not about the external world. It's not about the other people. It's not about the other kids because everybody is in their own journey. Everybody's living their lives. Families are different. Mm-hmm. And you forgot all that. And I forgot all that. I became unconscious, completely mm-hmm. unconscious, absorbed, uh, connecting, trying to connect to the external mm-hmm. world. And, and say, like, look, all these people are uh, are having a great time, mm-hmm. except us. And then did you feel like you were a failure because your kids weren't doing what everybody else's kids were doing? I And since I, I was telling you that I was thinking just about myself, I felt like a failure. You felt like a failure. Yeah. You know, so you're saying, like, this experience was a failure, but what you really were thinking and feeling is, I am a failure. Yeah, that I, we, I, I felt. I felt uh, not just as a uh, 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 I felt as a parent, mm-hmm. as a husband mm-hmm. as well. I completely felt that one. <laughs> I felt like that. And would you say that that's one of your core issues, is feeling like a failure? Yes, is feeling like a failure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cry, babe. <laughs> oh, my God. Now that you get it, yes. I feel that I'm not good enough. I think I've said it in the past in, uh, in another yeah. episode, but oh shoot, that you know you're right. Yeah. I feel that I, I I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that I'm not a, a good enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why these types of uh, moments really trigger you. In in a way, obviously, <laughs> obviously yes. 
Absolutely. No, but wow, thank you for, <laughs> for that connection. I, I know never in, never in a million ways I would actually think at that moment this. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't react. Well, it just came to me too when we were talking about it. Wow. And I was like, oh, that's his core issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I already said that as a teacher, I still feel that I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Because of you, the, the, the title, teacher. Mm-hmm. And obviously nowadays the, the teaching uh, profession is not a, it's not a admire. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's not good enough. It's not good enough, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go, guys. Okay. I think we had a moment. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we had some clarity on it. We hadn't talked about it until today. No, no. We just said like, oh, we need to talk about this, but mm-hmm. we never talked about it. Okay, guys. Well, that's an update on where we are and the kinds of things that we're dealing with. So I will say like, oh, my God, it's just, well, yeah, you expect your children to do something extravagant. You have to uh, before think about like, am I really sending <laughs> sending my kids uh, for failure? Because if you expect your kids to be uh, do something, you have to think of obviously about you. Have you done it as well? Have you prepared your children mm-hmm. for the experience that you're about to embark on, whatever it is? Well, and I also think it's about having no expectations. Yeah, you know what? That's right. Your problem uh, is that you have all these expectations. We're gonna go, and we're gonna do this, and it's gonna be like this, and blah blah blah. And whenever you have these kinds of expectations, it's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, I've, I've been conditioned, babe. <laughs> I've, I've been conditioned since a kid that to have this. Yeah. Set up a, goals, a short term, a short term goals, long term goals, and my brain is just wired like that. Yeah. And I mean, I I think I told you I went to go see Brene Brown and she told this amazing story, which I'm not going to, you know, say now. But the bottom line was that, you know, sometimes success is just doing the thing. Mm -hmm. It is not about winning the thing or, you know, running it in a certain amount of time or or all those things. It's just about doing the showing up and doing it. And, 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 it's, that's just it but, we got up we got out we went and did the thing you know what i mean like that was success getting our kids out of the house all of us getting out into nature that was it that's all it was that's that was the only goal yeah and you and know what that you mentioned it i'm like do you see how absorbed or how attached you get to the external world oh totally because as a coach when i was a, a, a soccer coach that was my message to my players. Yeah. We're going to get out fun. there and we're going to put all our hearts out there. Mm-hmm. Our hearts and soul. We're going to leave everything on the pitch. Yeah. And if you do that, whatever the, the end result is, mm-hmm. we're never going to lose. And, you know, they always say, too, comparison is the killer of joy. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, I yeah, I complete. I became, yeah expectations kill joy Mm -hmm. comparison kills Kills joy joy. all of it all of it kills it because what you just said we wanted to be in flow when you are resisting what is like in that moment that palito was giving us all this like resistance and i'm not feeling well we didn't roll with it we kept on trying to push him no Mm -hmm. you must keep going keep going keep going we were not rolling with it and you know everybody is not going to know this unless we tell them so let's just tell them i mean we got home that kid threw up twice oh yeah that night yeah 
just threw up. I had he didn't go to school the next he, day. He ruined a whole blanket. Yeah, we had to throw the blanket away, mm-hmm. like because it was like full on chunks. It was a mess. It was horrible, guys. Yeah. I mean, this kid was seriously he he was not joking. <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't kidding. <laughs> but we, re- I mean, imagínate if, we w- if he would have thrown up when we were out there. Oh, ¿Qué viéramos hecho? Yeah. ¿Qué viéramos hecho? Like, I mean, but we resisted. We didn't go with the flow. We had these expectations. And you, it, yeah, yeah. And now that you, that you mentioned it, after the creek, it's just, I cannot remember anything because I was just focused on the stress factor of how stressful Oh my God! This how situation do we, how is. How do we look in front of all these people? It's just like it killed it. It just yeah. yeah that's why I do. I I uh, the only things that I remember after the stopping on the creek is just that, like moments of complete like uh, frustration mm-hmm. and stress. Yeah. But in a way, over since the, it was no expectation or nothing, we're just going home. Yeah. It's just everything. Just I started just coming down. Yeah. Getting back to just what is. And then Palito threw up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was the end of our day. But, uh, you know, I think we learned a lot. I I was like, okay. I, sometimes for me, the challenge is oh, how calm can I stay? How, you know, trying to see my way through it. it but I lose it too. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't remember what I told you, but I remember telling you something. And I was just like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Um, I lose it too. No, but we all do, so babe. But the beauty of it is that now that we're talking about it, mm-hmm. we're reflecting our, on it. Yeah. And that's how we learn. Yeah. We learn through the struggles. We learn through communication. Uh, we that's that's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's life. And just to for our listeners, we are we're not perfect. Oh no. <laughs> and we're not shooting for perfection because who knows what that is. <laughs> yeah, that's not real. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, that's it for us. We will catch you guys on the other side. We're going to lean into the interview, the rest of the interview with Mimi and Junior Magaña. Now they're going to get into parenting uh, tips for all of you that have teenagers that always ask us, oh, you you know, what about teenagers? And uh, so they have a really great take on parenting teenagers. So without any more, without further ado, Let's do it. Let's listen to the rest. Listen, let's hear to this inspiration that our compadres are. And we're back. We're back, guys. Um, I want to, you know, we're you're, we're starting to kind of close up the interview, but I I don't want to close up without talking a little bit about. Um, like maybe the specifics of parenting a little bit because I'm sure you guys have a lot to share. We haven't talked a lot about your kids and the specifics of parenting them, mm-hmm. but, and I know a lot of people ask about, you know, parenting teenagers mm-hmm. and you guys um, have your 15 year old and then Javi is 11. 11. So, you know, right on that brink, right? Too. We're on the cusp, yeah. on the cusp of uh-huh. teenagehood mm-hmm. um so what's that been like mm-hmm. parenting as the kids have gotten older or mm-hmm. parenting in the seasons like i don't know what's what's that been like well it's been interesting and you know what something that comes to mind right now that my mom said i'm sure she just said it once but i just really stuck with me was parenting a teenager doesn't happen when they're teenagers and i think that's very wise because i know she always said you know People would say that they, you know, 
they turn into these monsters when they're teenagers, but they're not, they're not really that. They just, you know, it's kind of this, this challenging stage, but anywho, but, but I guess you kind of have these steps before they get there that right. kind of that hopefully help out. But I do remember <laughs> with Moose when he was, you know, when he was younger and it was that it was starting to show that he was getting that preteen that, you know, like ah, stage. I remember talking to him and saying, you know, Moose, you're going to be angry and it's OK. This is a challenging time and kind of gave him a couple facts just about biologically hormones you know you feel like no one understands you and your brain's telling you that you're the only one going through this and you know it was a lot of my adolescent psychology coming through and just telling him <laughs> like you feel like this and it's okay for you to be pissed at us right now because of this but you're gonna understand when you get through this this is just the stage like kind of I was kind of trying to prepare him for like it's not always gonna be like this uh-huh. and you know he I think his toughest stage was around you know maybe 12-ish Mm-hmm. And then after yeah. that, he became this, you know, this very easy, shy boy. Golden child. And now he's beca- he's just like blossomed into this confident, happy, and just shakes everything off like nothing kind of kid. Yeah. But so I kind of feel like I can't give too much stagely avi- advice on raising a teenager because he's such an easy teenager right now. Mm-hmm. But I do know that one thing I've I've. I've always told them since before is, you know, don't be afraid. Like, to me, my worst fear is that he's going to get himself in trouble with something and he won't want to ask for help. Uh, yeah. So early on, I said, Miko, you know, I wouldn't want you to drink. I wouldn't want you to smoke or do drugs. But I want you to know if ever anything happens, I'm not going to be upset if you call me and need help. Like, ask for a ride. Mm-hmm. Or if you do something bad call me I'm always gonna be there like I want him to not be the kid that gets behind the wheel or gets in the car with somebody in an unsafe situation because he doesn't want to miss curfew yeah yeah so those you know I feel like that's very important to tell him and to also he's he's he wants to make us happy he wants to be a good kid and I want him to know that we're going to love them unconditionally. Yeah, it's yeah. okay to make mistakes. Mistakes are part of life. And, you know, doing things that you're not supposed to do is going to be okay. I don't want him to go out and be reckless, but I want to give him permission to live. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. How do I tell him, like, yeah, go out and drink, go out and party. Yeah, I'm still going to love you. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> how do you balance that, right? Yeah. It's, it's such a balancing act, I think. Yeah. But um, I, th- I think with, with all that being said, that advice has been planted as, since he was a kid, since he was a little baby. Yeah. So we didn't just start parenting a teenager. We started parenting this kid who's eventually be, mm-hmm. going to become a teenager mm-hmm. and eventually mm-hmm. an adult. So I, th- I think she started planting those seeds really early mm-hmm. in life. You know, we're here for you no matter what. And then I, I think a lot of that has helped mold him into the teenager he is today, which is a pretty yeah. good teenager. Yeah. Yeah. So do you guys think that you have a parenting philosophy or has that kind of evolved with time or I mean clearly just from listening to mm-hmm. you guys there's there's definitely this underlying theme 
of wanting to instill in your kids that mistakes are part of the process of life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's like kind of maybe a guiding principle um, that you guys hold dear, a value, a core value mm -hmm. that you guys mm -hmm. kind of are firm about. Are, mm -hmm. Do you guys have any others or a this, certain parenting philosophy? I don't know. We've never talked about it, but if you were to ask me personally, uh -huh. in one sense, lead by example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. I said earlier, you know, you do the work, you, you, you put in whatever it is you want to do, just do the damn work. And they're watching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They are watching you every single day, every whether, you, whether you know it or accept it or not. Good they're watching. Bad. So lead by example. If you want to do something, do it. If something needs to get done in the house, at work, do it. And they're going to watch and, and they're going to learn. Hey. It's, it's really that simple. Mm -hmm. My dad did this. He had to do it. That's the way it is. Mm -hmm. Like me as a kid, you know, I got up, I picked peaches. Mm -hmm. That's the way it is. My dad led by example. Mm -hmm. Get up, no alarm, mm -hmm. go pick peaches. Mm -hmm. That's how I learned. Yeah. For me, get up, do your cardio, get your meals. That's what happened. For him now as a 15-year-old. Get up, take your jog, do your drills. Lead by example. It goes yeah. a long way. Don't just say mm -hmm. do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. What about you, Mimi? Well, what, what and you definitely that. I know for sure I've, I'm always very reflective. Like I know, because I know that we lead by example. It's always do as I, we say do as I say, not as I do. But really what, I mean, that's what the saying says, but really they they. They follow what what you do. Uh -huh. So like I, I walk into the rooms and it's like, ay, este cuarto. But I'm a mess. <laughs> I am a mess. And I feel so hypocritical saying like, Ugh, You're a beautiful because, mess. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks so much. But but it's like, and you know, we had this conversation. I told him, babe, I just, I feel so bad because this is what I'm passing on to them. Like, they're like this. They're this disorganized because I'm that disorganized. Yeah. And he said, you know, like, he always does. It comforts me when I'm like, oh, I'm horrible. You know, he's like, but they're picking up all your good habits, too. And it's mm -hmm. true, you know. It's like, and, you know, I have this little saying, algún defecto tenía que tener. Like, <laughs> nobody's perfect. Well, that's for sure one of mine. You know, my strength <laughs> is not organization. So my kids are not organized. But... When they have little habits or when I see little things in them that I find very displeasant, mm -hmm. I always look back and like, where the heck did that come from? Mm -hmm. Like, one of my biggest fears has always been to raise entitled children, mm -hmm. to raise people that are not grateful because gratitude to me is like way up there. It's like my religion. You, mm -hmm. you are grateful and good things happen. Mm -hmm. And and for sure, I've and I've always wondered because they're growing up in such privilege mm -hmm. because they have parents that understand you know the language the culture the system of moving up in the world or how to move away move around you know they they have so much more privilege than we had growing up mm -hmm. so i was always very conscious of is that going to make them ungrateful is that going to make them entitled yeah but but they're not they're very good about saying thank you. And I think 
they see that in us, that we're very grateful towards each other. Like every time one of us makes a meal, oh, gracias por la comida, or, you know, someone serves them saying thank you, or we take them some, oh, thanks for this, or the most minimal things, they do say thank you for them. And also, like I said, that we don't hold on to arguments very long. They're like that with us and with each other. Mm-hmm. Like they'll be upset and it's like, you want to be friends again? They'll say that to each other. Oh, I'm cute. Yeah. And then with us, like, we'll fight with each, with them and like, ah, and then, you know, one of them will come, necesitas un abrazo, or, <laughs> or, I'm sorry, mama, que hice esto, and then, you know, we always turn around, and I'm sorry, too, because I lost my cool, or, you know, so they, they do those habits, which makes me think, okay, they're doing a good job, because ultimately, I think, I'm happy when I go to bed, and I see habits in them that we follow, so they must be happy when they go to bed, you know? Yeah. But definitely, I know it's come up a lot that we tell them, that I've told them, like, you aren't here to just be whatever. You have to challenge yourself. And we'll tell them, you know, we've talked about the daring greatly. Like, you have to push yourself out of your zone, you know, out of your comfort zone. Like, a while back, they started doing this basketball training, and Javi was kind of nervous about it. It was like the second or third day, and he came in, he's like... I'm a little anxious. And I'm like, why? Well, I feel like I, I want to do this. He was in this other league that wasn't really pushing him very much, you mm-hmm. know. So we were trying to push him out of his comfort zone. And I'm like, Miko, you think you're going to grow if you stay where you're comfortable? You you know, you, you say you want to be a basketball star. You're not going to get there by doing what feels good. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, I bring this guy. You think Papa is comfortable getting up when it's early and blah, blah, or not eating pizza when we get to eat pizza. You know, you have to do those things. And do you want to be just so-so? I mean, Diosito didn't make you for you to just be like, eh, okay, it's rude. You have to be the best you can, <laughs> you know? So those things come up, you know, So I th- and they think about it. And so, I don't know, but those are definitely big things to me. Like self-reflection, like whatever they're putting out, it's because of something that I'm putting out. Yeah, yeah. I believe that. And especially, and I think Javi especially. Like, that guy is the most receptive kid. He's the middle meat and cheese kid, I call him. Because he's just, he's so intuitive. And if there's something going on with me, he's the first to know. All of them are good. Especially the dudes. Like, Junior, Moose, and Javi. Like, they can look at me and be like, ¿Qué tienes? Like, why are you sad? <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm good. And sometimes, just because I watch a sad commercial, but sometimes I'm dealing with something... And I don't even recognize I'm dealing with it, but they see it in my face. Mm-hmm. But Javi, like, Javi gets, like, disequilibrated. Disequilib- is that even a word? Sure. Yeah. It Let's is go now. with it. And it's Hashtag like, disequilibrated. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then, you know, I have to self-reflect, like, okay, what, what is going on with you? Because your kids are picking up on it. Mm-hmm. So... Anywho, so I think really, I mean, and I've read it bef- before. We see it all the time. Like the best thing you can do is be happy with you, right? Yes. You mm-hmm. fill up your cup and whatever is left over goes to them. Mm-hmm. But as women, it's hard to do that. Yeah. It's hard to be like, mama needs her alone time because the house is falling apart and they need help with their homework and they want to spend time with you and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, Rah! but, and that's something that I think we've also gotten better. I've gotten better at being very honest like I can't just expect that they'll know that I'm going through something I can't expect that 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 my boyfriend will pick up on you need to help me out with this more like I have to explicitly say 
can you please bathe her? Because I already <laughs> dealt with her all this time. And I said, yeah. And it's like nothing to him. And to me, it's like, oh, I don't want to ask him. Blah, blah, blah. So, and recently, like, we had, you know, I had a conversation with him. He's like, what's going on? Why are you like this? And I was like, well, you know what? I, I'm really starting to feel resentful because the kids have so many activities. Mm-hmm. And it all revolves around them. And I want to do things that I want to do or why I want to just relax or give more time to whatever I'm working on. or And I can't because it's always one thing after another. It all has to revolve around them. And it's exhausting. And it's all intentional and it's all helping them. It's not just to keep them busy. But, but it really is making me angry. Like, I don't want to live just for them. But... But being able to get out that sentence, like I'm resentful toward my children, that takes a lot. I couldn't have done yeah. that when I was a new mom. Like I'm yeah. resentful mm-hmm. to this child. Buscamiona, you brought him into this world. <laughs> you know? Like there is like, oh, this child takes up so much. You don't get that, but you know, you give yourself permission to. You're only human. It can yeah, only yeah. take so much. It was a moment. Yeah. yeah. And you have to be able to express it. And, and he's good at, you know, saying, well, then, you know, I'll take it. Like, leave your mom alone. And, <laughs> you know, and whatever. But sometimes we just don't, we don't open up and say we need that. You guys are an amazing team. That we need that space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, you just have to say it. And it feels bad mm-hmm. coming out, but it's necessary. Yeah. So close to close it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been an amazing interview. Thank you guys again for doing this. I know we've had a couple of interruptions and the listeners are probably hearing our kids in the background because they're <laughs> in the background um, playing and stuff. But before we go, mm-hmm. any podcasts you're listening to, any books, amazing books that you read lately mm-hmm. that you would just recommend to anyone either who's looking into mm-hmm. how do I just become a better human being? How do I elevate, you know, how do I get to my next level, anything, or, you know, how do I become a better parent mm-hmm. or anything, just mm-hmm. anything you want to share? Yeah, I'm, I'm big on podcasts right now. I discovered them about a, a year and a half, two years ago. Mm-hmm. I was going through some stuff, so I just put on a podcast, and I think those will help me a lot too. So right now I'm, I'm big on, uh, like I told you earlier, Ed Milet. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you just if you just Google him, you'll you'll find out who he is. But he 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 interviews some of the most incredible people in the world. I'm definitely gonna check him out. Yeah, and I mean, some of his podcasts, like I said, I, I've wanted to pull over and just just run through a brick wall because of this stuff. <laughs> I mean, like, Don't know. do that. Don't and do I, that. And I think that's just kind of stuff that you need to, you know, every day put it in your mind. You know, we can do anything if we set our minds to it. So podcasts like that really just empower me to get up every day. And do the same damn thing over and over. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing, but it's for a purpose. Yes. So podcasts like that really empower me. And, and I think one of the, the best books that I've read recently is uh, The Third Door Theory mm-hmm. or Third Door? The Third by, Door. The Third Door by Alex Benayan. And then uh, it's really about a guy who had a, uh, a vision as a sophomore at UCLA mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or USC. Or USC. And then, uh, and he gave up, I mean, great opportunities to, to write a book. Wow. And then uh, he explains the journey. And I've never read a book that resonated so much with, with, with me. And I think it resonate with anybody mm-hmm. to where it just, it talks about, yeah, you can, you can make the goal, you can chase it. But along the way, you're going to get punched in the fucking face yeah. <laughs> repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to him. 
And so that's a good book. And so I really recommend everyone read that because along whatever you decide to do, you're going to get punched in the face and it's going to hurt yeah. and you're going to fall and you're going to have to learn how to get up and just, just, just keep doing it. So yeah, yeah. Th- those two things, um, yeah, Ed Milet every day and then just that book and books similar to that. Nice. Mm-hmm. What yeah. about you, Miss Mimi? Well, I, I can't really point to too many podcasts, but I know for sure a book that definitely changed my life a few years back was um, A New Earth. I studied A New Earth with Oprah's webcast that she did. I think it was in Cartelli. 08 or 09, something like that. And yeah. it was just, it was this big awakening. And then I went and read The Power of Now, which has saved me a lot of times. I just go back and read it. And I've reread both of those books so many times. Just about, you know, just calming the mind and just remembering all you have is right now. And right now and how that small voice in your head mag magnified is what creates all the suffering in the world yeah because it's that 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 once so many people get ideas in their heads it creates the world that we have Mm -hmm. so if you create love in your head that's what you're going to create and that's that's really big and for sure um brene brown darren greatly was definitely a big one i probably think about that one every day um what else? Gosh, I don't know. The Alchemist is a very, a, a very neat book for sure. I think that's a must read. I mean, for everybody. Yes, the Alchemist. I mean, yeah. everybody. But I think it's a book that you have to read at a certain time. You have to be ready life. for it. Well, I mean, I read it and then reread it like years mm-hmm. later. You get it was a totally so much. Message. Yeah, I got so, so much better more. the second yes. time. Yeah. As you yeah. get older, it just keeps getting better. I'm gonna have yeah. to read it again so the to see, see what I get. Oh like, man, see, yeah. definitely. Because it's kind of like wow, and like I think it's kind of one of those things that it's kind of a blueprint for every other story worth telling later like everybody goes through it's like you know the hero's journey yeah, yeah the hero's journey you know so so it's definitely very good but i i love reading about education and you know changing changing schools and changing lives and things like that for sure but hmm. so yeah i think that's about it those are kind of definitely the big books well, thank you guys once again. This has been an amazing interview. Really, it's been I've enjoyed so it. Great. Listen to you guys. No, thank, thank you. you Hopefully, we didn't so ramble too much. No. So, oh, thank you. Where can people find you guys on Instagram? You're at Junior Magana. At Junior Magana, and I just do Instagram. That's it. Yes. Mainly just just bodybuilding, and then I talk about the family here and there. Yes. And that's yeah. about it. And then at Pink Mommy Mommy. Yeah, I'm at Pink Mama Mimi on oh, Instagram. Oh, Mama Mimi. Pink, Pink Mama Mimi. Pink Mama Mimi. Yeah, on the Instagram machine. And that's, yeah, or on Twitter, Pink Mama. Nice. Thank you guys so much for doing this. It was great. It was amazing. Listen to you guys. It has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you guys. Bye. We'll see you guys next time. See you soon. Just kidding, guys. We are actually back because we wanted to talk a little bit about the interview and how amazing it was. We wouldn't, we didn't want to just sign off without giving you guys like our take on the interview, what we grabbed from it, how much we loved it, and just highlighting all of the amazing knowledge that Junior and Mimi just shared over the course of both of these episodes. Yeah, and listening to the first part and then the second part, obviously, well, one of the big things is just personal development. Yes, they are so rooted 
And I think they're like the epitome of why it's so important for, you know, when you're in a relationship, when you're parenting together, whatever it is that the stronger you are, the more rooted you are in your own personal development, the, you know, finding your own joy, knowing, you know, pursuing your passions and being in that, that really makes you a better human being and a better partner, a better parent, like all around, you know what I mean? But you cannot, you know, um, be all those things if you're not doing it for yourself. Does yes. Yeah. And for me, obviously, one of the questions is like how how um, my compadre or compadre mm -hmm. find find out his passion, what his passion was. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking he kind of always had a nugget of it. You know what I mean? Like a knowing. Because I remember that compadre having like weights in his house all the time. Yeah. But it wasn't until like a few years that he actually committed to it. Yeah, absolutely. Because he knew he loved it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm. I might say that it was because at one point the compadre like owned his story. Yeah, absolutely. Owned absolutely. his story and he let go of whatever fear fear he, he had. Yeah, like he said, you know, he turned it around where maybe he was ashamed that, you know, they picked peaches and yeah. all of these mm -hmm. things. Then he turned around one day and flipped that script. And then he was just like, you know what? Yes. And I love that I... You know, uh, I grew up peaches. I mm -hmm. grew up poor. I love mm -hmm. my upbringing. I love all of it. You know, yeah. like he just really harnessed the power. And I love like now how he uh, compares his uh, problems. Mm -hmm. He goes back and goes like, if my dad was able to do this mm -hmm. by himself, twenty-five cents in his pocket. What can I do? Exactly. That no I have, excuses. Yeah, there's no excuses with everything that I have. Right. The wife that I have, my children that I have. There's no excuses. Yeah, yeah. So I just love that. Some people can get really stuck in that, in those moments of like despair and just this lack mentality. Like you can get stuck there. Yeah, or, it's so, so easy. Or you can turn it around and go, you know what? I can only go up And go here. back to the, yeah, the, the uh, past struggles. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what do I have to learn from this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And where is this, to, you know, the the possibilities are infinite are infinite what yeah. you can do yeah so i love that i love um how they talked about their relationship and how mimi like i mean to this day this is you know junior is her boyfriend and mm -hmm. i love that i love that about them um i actually i call you the husband um because she calls her him the boyfriend i love calling you the husband yes you do call me the husband <laughs> that's mm -hmm. how you are on my phone um but i love why she does that though and they really are like even to this day like when we hang out he always opens the door for her mm -hmm. like on the car you know always 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 opens the door for her and uh does all those little things to to stay in it yeah and uh, uh, another aspect that i love is that that communication yeah Communication is also obviously critical. It's key. Yeah. Obviously in a, in a relationship and communication also with your children. Yeah. And then parenting, how they just, I mean, if you take nothing else away, like as a parent, just the way that they understood early on that they weren't just parenting a teenager, like that teenager doesn't show up one day. They have been planting seeds from the beginning. Yes. And remember the importance of planting those seeds. Mm -hmm. we, if we are able to be consciously aware of that, that my kids are just not small, they're not just young, 
at the present moment, now you're parenting a teenager, you're parenting a future dad, a future husband, mm -hmm. a future citizen. It's just like you're honing this individual right now. Yes. I mean, it don't like go too deep into like the future like um but recognizing yes i am i am, in front of me is this baby in front of me is this toddler and you know having the presence with them in the moment but knowing that there's nothing to be afraid of there is yeah. nothing mm -hmm. to worry about in the future if you're you're doing the thing right now if you're trying if you're, your best you're trying your best mm -hmm. you're planting those seeds you know i know a lot of people talk about like you know, teenage teenagers and how crazy they go and all those things. But the reality is, is that if you didn't put in the work leading up to that, mm -hmm. yeah, it is going to be that much harder once they hit that stage. But that's why, you know, we got to do the work now. We have to do the work now. Yeah. Because if, if we wait like 15 years, imagine to, to build, build a relationship, a relationship I mean, come on. Oh, come on. It's going to be like tenfold yes. harder. And now this go, you have to be more intentional. Mm -hmm. Then you have to create, actually intentionally create time yeah. to build th those relationships that were not built in the, since a long time ago. Yeah. I know Shafali, um, Dr. Shafali at, at her very first conference, I remember somebody was asking her like, oh, you know, I have all these issues with my child and she's like well how old is your child and then they were like oh they're like 15 she's like oh that's over that's done like i can't help you you know and, it, like, and i know she didn't mean it like i can't help you but what she meant was it's going to be that much harder for you yeah there's nothing that i could tell you there's no quick fix there's no easy fix for this mm -hmm. you it's so hard when you haven't spent when you've spent 15 years maybe not building trust you know with your children then it's going to be that 15, it's going to take you 15 years to build it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. to undo what you did. So all that to say, guys, we just got to put in the work and, and build those trusting relationships with our kids. Now doing the mm -hmm. best that we can being as, you know, showing them compassion and empathy and leading by example yeah. and all these things. Mm -hmm. And, and in the end it will be fine. It will be okay when they hit teenager. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to be bumpy because that's normal. Mm -hmm. That's just the reality, but it'll be okay. And another reality is that remember that our kids, they do as we do. Yes. They're not going to uh, do, do we a, as we say. <laughs> and we cannot expect one day to use, oh, listen to us. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, guys, um, before we leave, I did want to put in one little plug. We're actually hosting our very first event. February 23rd, we teamed up with Alex over from Teach It Mamas over on Instagram. We teamed up with her to do this uh, date night event, Light the Fire. Tickets are now on sale. It's going to be an amazingly good time. We're going to have music, appetizers, open bar, and uh wow we're going some, to light the fire then we, totally right and then uh we're gonna have some amazing raffles throughout the night so um if you're available february 23rd uh molcajete dominguero store is going to host us and it's gonna be an amazing event come on over yeah, can't wait to meet to you amazing, yeah. all right guys we will see you guys next time hasta la próxima adios Hi! If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and please leave a review. It is a super, super important in order to help spread the message. You can follow us, our parents on Instagram at I am dot
also subscribe to their newsletter on their website at somos-fathers.com. Gracias! Gracias.